0: Thanks for jumping into another podcast episode brought to you by Bad Tabletop Gaming. Your hosts are Bill, Armin, Andy, and Dan. If you are a new listener, welcome and thank you for your support. If you're a returning listener, welcome back and thank you for your support. Before we kick this new episode, we want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Tony at Hammerhead Games, who has a variety of MDF and plastic cut gaming essentials from army trays to objectives and much, much more. And Matt, at Pop Goes the Monkey, who has a large inventory of top-notch upgrade bits and specialized add-ons for the models in your collection. Links for both pages can be found in the descriptions of our videos. Lastly, if you like what we are doing, please like, share, and subscribe. Also hit us up in the comments, as we love all the feedback you give us to help us improve the channel and podcasts.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, Today we got myself, Andy, and and Dan, and we're also joined here with Justin. He's one of our uh, local uh, players here in the Calgary area. So there you go, Justin. Say hi.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hello everybody.
1: Welcome. Uh, Justin plays some loyalist Death Guard, correct? (laughs) Yes, some (laughs) pretend Death Guard. There you go, there you go. Uh, that's pretty awesome. We uh well everybody plays some loyalist trader slash loyalist uh legions, like, which is pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Half of it is that it seems like everybody around here has trader legions. <laughs> that's so just correct. like okay, I'm just tired of playing trader on trader. Let's <laughs> let's spice it up a little bit, you know.
1: That's why I play loyalists nowadays. So <laughs> okay. uh but getting this going, yeah, we uh got some questions for you. So, uh, I'll start it off with, so what made you decide to play Death Guard and then might as well slip this one in there too. Loyalist Death Guard for that matter, which you probably just answered
0: actually, but, um. Uh, yeah, partially was, uh, just to have that. Um, I've really liked the aesthetics of Death Guard and really right around the time, like I started reading the heresy heresy on novels when they first started coming out um and so when you got the flight of the eisenstein Mm -hmm. on the cover of that there's this really cool like crisp clean white and really saturated green color scheme that they've got going on on the cover which really doesn't really match the fluff exactly but Mm -hmm. um that was just something that really sold me and they were always really cool um even the the traitor death guard um just that really tough and implacable um, they don't really stop once they get started going and that to me seems really cool and then uh, yeah with the the local community being very trader heavy as far as Astartes goes uh, we've got a several um, loyalist militia players um, and custodies and stuff that likes to cheat but um, <laughs> But no, it just it was is like for at least from a, a fluff perspective, they were really cool. Um, from a painting perspective, they they're a really enjoyable project. And half of the army was actually an army that I painted for a friend as a commission. And then he decided that um because he was playing a combination uh fourth legion and fourteenth legion together, and then he decided that really wasn't his thing, and he sold all of it off. Um, so I bought back the stuff that I had painted and then started adding more to it.
1: Nice. Nice. That's always always nice to get back your work too, right? When you're painting stuff up for somebody else. Oh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. But yeah, going back to the Flight of the Eisenstein, that uh first started reading the heresy books, like I think that was one of my favorites for sure. It's that book right there.
0: Um, yeah, there's there's just something about it. Um between Flight of the Eisenstein and um Oh, what's the one? False gods where he falls and they go to the planet and they're fighting like the Nurgle demons, but they don't know they're Nurgle demons. And they get that, Mm -hmm. like, there's a really graphic and visceral description of these plague demons. And to me, that was just, I literally started a Nurgle demon army because of those two books. Nice. Um, And that was, that was something I took. I actually took the Nurgle demons with my word bearers to LVO, oh, four or five years ago. I think it was okay. like the second year they had thirty k at the LVO. Mm-hmm.
1: That was probably right before uh, Dan and and Bill, I think, and Armin probably went. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think uh, did we see any Death Guard at LVO Dan last round there? Um, maybe for the um, Zorn Mortalis part that they had. Yeah,
2: correctly. I I don't think there I don't think there was any Death Guard there actually. Now yeah, that I'm right. thinking about it.
1: It's always cool to see them on the board and I've, I've seen, uh, some pictures of your, your work there, Justin with the Death Guard, very different, but pretty cool. So. Thank you.
0: Props they're, to you. Uh, <laughs> they are actually, because they were for a commission, it was almost like, uh, let's see how fast I can paint an army. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. and also abuse a lot of weathering techniques, which was fun. Oh, you got it. Death Guard. Oh. I, Be it I loyalist know, or not. Totally.
1: It's like trench warfare and they're just in the mud and anything that's coming at them that's going to harm somebody else it's there see but
0: that's that's where you start kind of getting into the two different major factions of the death guard because when they were still the dusk raiders yep uh before they got to barbarous they were actually like really tank heavy okay. um so when you start reading into their fluff and, and reading about like the Terran divisions that they keep separate uh because mortarians like okay, the infantryman's the best thing ever. Like, maybe we'll throw you some transports when we got time or, you know, something to knock down a wall. But mostly Mortarion's attitude is like, the infantryman can do everything and that's the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, they've got lots of predator squadrons, fellblade squadrons. Um, and so when I had the opportunity to paint up a fellblade and I read that in uh, book one, the black book one, and I was just like, yeah, no, that's got to happen now. So... Nice. I don't know if I'll ever drop the money to uh, put together a whole Fellblade squadron, but uh, <laughs> one's a good start.
1: No, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, going on to the second question we got for you is what's your favorite rite of war for, I guess, the Legion specifics? So you got, usually yeah. they have two of them, right?
0: They usually have two of them. Um, I... I have to admit that I go with what everybody that plays Death Guard loves. Um, that's the Reaping. The Reaping. So with the Reaping, you get to take um, veteran tactical squads and Legion heavy support squads, maybe taken as non-compulsory troops. Yep. Um, so you get to fill that out, and especially with the heavy flamers and the chem munitions, which allow you to have um, shred but gets hot on your f- heavy flamers. Mm-hmm. That gets pretty awesome. Uh, everybody in the detachment gets the move-through cover, and you get to start throwing uh, rad grenades onto characters. Um, oh, which the dark really makes arsenal, yeah. Once they get up close. Yeah, with the dark arsenal. Yeah. And then the biggest challenge is you can't run or flat out with anything. Um, and nothing can deep strike. And you get a single fast attack choice. So, usually that fast attack choice gets filled up with something like um, a lightning. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Just to be able to have some... some you know, some anti-Spartan air support. to throw the Krakens yeah. there. But, yeah. uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, and losing deep strike is kind of hard when you want to bring things like Leviathans, um, that you can't bring true. any termites. That's true. What's that?
1: That is true. You got, uh, yeah. you really do get limited with that, but seems like you were saying earlier, like really infantry slash heavy or just ground based heavy. um, compared to maybe some of the other legions and whatnot and then limited to the one fast attack well like you said more likely going to be an anti heavy tank unit to take out right so
0: just something uh, to get in there and stop somebody you know i mean everybody seems to have one or two things in their list that you really need to just drop really quick mm -hmm. um the other advantage is that like when you get into death guard to begin with you've got um remorseless and so the death guard are immune to fear and automatically pass pinning tests uh which you don't necessarily see as much except like when you're playing demons or maybe night lords but it really does help especially to pass the pinning tests when you need to have that you know that constant moving forward and people are dropping quad mortars on you and stuff like that oh, it really yeah. helps so lovely and, quad mortars and having yeah having the the move through cover means that even though you're not running um, when you do get into terrain, and you want to be in terrain so that you're at least getting some cover saves for your infantry. Then while you're doing that, you're not getting too slowed down. Yeah. So, yeah. It, nice. it sounds very uh salamanders to
2: me. <laughs> we just, cause we did salamanders like two or three ago and uh, Darren was reading it off the thing and he was like, and then you're saying, and I'm like, oh, this literally sounds very similar to what the salamanders are doing, where it's like the infantry and you know the move through cover and the flamers, and and it it feels very salamanders. So I think maybe salamanders and death guard are kind of like opposites, kind of thing, or like uh, they death do. They've got
0: a lot because like when you look at even the fluff perspective, like the death guard are very. Um, resilient to radiation or not radiation. They're resilient to uh, chem warfare and sickness. Whereas the, the salamanders are resistant to radiation. And so you've got kind of that uh, two sides of the same coin. They're really tough. They're really there. Um, But with the salamanders, you get compassion for humans. Whereas the death guard have absolutely zero of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, there's a there's a line in there where they're talking about that uh, Mortarion's Legion doesn't build a single fortification ever. Like, at no point in time do they ever build anything. They only destroy. Yeah. And, nice. uh, you know, like, when, especially with how it's kind of cool is, again, going to, before Mortarion, when they're still Dusk Raiders, um, they're a really noble fighting force. Like, they give people the opportunity to surrender, and once they surrender, they stop. Mm -hmm. um and they've got this this nobility and and behavior to them where there are things that are off limits to them in their style of warfare uh and then mortarian shows up and he's just like yeah no nothing's on the table like (laughs) i've had to fight these crazy demon engines and all kinds of crazy monsters on my home planet um we're just not gonna have any we're just we wreck everything so yeah Yeah, he's mortarian's pretty badass in my eyes almost
1: every other Primarch is
0: though.
1: So. <laughs> but, he you know, is he's different, right? He's hes definitely yeah. different compared to, you know. Well, and I
0: just finished, like I said, I started reading them, like when the, the original trilogy of books came out, I'd started reading them right around the time they released. And, um, and I just finished, like last month or two months ago, I finished uh, Buried Dagger, which I was so happy to finish off with a Death Guard novel, like it was really cool to see where Mortarion starts, how they kind of get where they are. Um, that conflict between him and Typhon is so it makes for a really cool book and, and a really good way to end off the Horus Heresy series, leading into the Siege of Terra. Nice,
1: nice. Yeah, I'm not there. To, I'm not there yet. I got a long ways to go. But you yeah, know, me either. It's the the fluff. Like no matter what book you're reading, like really. It's so awesome. There's so much of it, right? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, so. Well, honestly, the reason I got through so much of it lately was uh, once the school shut down for uh, the COVID nineteen situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I ended up switching to night shifts um, so oh, that I could okay. be home with my kids during the day. And so while I was working night shifts, and I work in a sheet metal shop, we were able to. I was able to like listen to podcasts and audio <laughs> Audible while i was working and it's like oh okay i'll just crank through this 12 hour <laughs> audible so book. so familiar to yeah bill does the same you thing. know <laughs> two 10-hour shifts and you're already oh
1: yeah no, that's great i, I know i, 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 think I
0: actually I... sent me an email and said that i just had said that i'd listened to um 20 audible books this year so far oh wow
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome that is awesome so yeah, next next one I got here is uh, so. What's your favorite Legion specific unit out of the Death Guard? What you mm. what do you got in your army? What do you use a lot of? What do you what do you like?
0: Uh, hundred percent, especially because we've been playing a lot of uh, Zone Mortalis and Centurion mm-hmm. Grave Warden Terminators. Grave Warden Terminators. Uh, they are broke as a joke. <laughs> with the Toxin Grenades in Zone War Palace. Like, okay. it just because they get they get the rerolls to hit. You're shooting two Blast Markers per Terminator you've got. Uh, and they're wounding on threes. Not with the poison, yeah. Salt, too. Yeah. No cover saves, which doesn't really yeah, matter against only Marines. Only but... so, but 18. like I went up against, um, I was playing against Aaron's uh, one of the other local players was playing against his word bearers and he had 10 veterans um close enough together that in a single round of shooting i caused 53 hits Ugh. uh and then <laughs> because they're blast markers in zone mortalis they have shred yeah so you're re-rolling threes to wound <laughs> um yeah and then you've got like a like a a toxin uh heavy flamer when you do get charged as well oh that's right so that's right they're just they're ridiculously cool um five a of lot them of
1: fun. five of them for 200 points with power fist the assault grenade launcher and then you have what what else do you have you have like a flame or two yeah, yeah the a- death oh, cloud oh. is like yes.
0: a, it's only a flamer that you get to use when you're being charged as far as i understand mm-hmm. I mean,
1: 200 points, that's
0: pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, even even in regular games, and, you know, if you... um, uh, The one thing is that if you take them in a Pride of the Legion list, they're a heavy support option, so they're not Mm. able to move to troops like the other ones. Uh, Okay. you can move the Death Shroud to troops choices if you want. Um, But I don't know. It always felt like whenever I took... The Death Shroud, like they just, they were either amazing or they were terrible. And the Grave Wardens are just amazing every time.
1: That's like when I played World leaders with the Butchers. Either, you know, you did really well with them and they were awesome, or they just got slaughtered. Yeah. You know, but it depends on, and, on your match, I guess. But,
0: and they've got the cool option, like you can take the Chain Fists on them, but I haven't put them on. Um and I've got two squads of five right now. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> no, pretty cool. I, I don't
1: know if there's really there isn't any other legion that has two Legion-specific Terminators, eh?
2: I don't think so.
0: I don't think I can think of. But that's that's again fitting in with that Death Guard theme mm-hmm. of you know, it's all about infantry all the time and and like and then you get the the weird part of the fluff where later towards the end of the great crusade um and into the the heresy you start to see uh typhon and mortarian um they start to fracture and create diff- two different factions mm-hmm. um and actually the grave wardens are typhons terminators where the death shroud are mortarians because there is
2: bodyguards aren't they the yeah there's death is bodyguards
0: shroud? and there's always supposed to be two death shroud within 49 paces of him Mortarian, at all times for yeah, yeah, wow. and So, yeah. But then as as Typhon starts to get more into the witchy-poo warp stuff and playing around with more toxins then he's got these elite um, Terminators that show up and do nasty things with toxins. That's uh,
1: haven't seen too or read too much of, of like the fluff for them but uh I could see it I can see the the, the separation destroyed and mm-hmm. just by looking at the characters right
0: so. yeah well the big thing is is that um even though he's gone to chaos and eventually becomes a sorcerer Mortarian's still super anti-syker and challis right. is a Psyker and they get that gets to be the really sticking point where Typhon just says Well, I'm going off on my own and doing this own thing. And then he goes and has an adventure with Luther and... (laughs)
1: Spoilers! (laughs) (laughs) It happens all All the time. It happens all the time. Don't worry. (laughs) It's all good. Um, Yeah, because doesn't uh, Typhon... He he hides the fact that he's a psycho, does he not? Or am I getting that?
0: He does kind of at the beginning, and then the Librarius happens, but Typhon's always kind of pushing down on it, but... As a spoiler for Buried Dagger, that becomes a, an interesting point where, the, the Callus has got like the whole Librarius yes, with him, nice. Um, when they rejoin, with Mortarian heading into the siege, mm-hmm. but then more warp witchy poo happens and demons and the destroyer hive and get fun. Well, t-
2: um. Callus uh, was also—he was also one of the guys who started the lodge, right? Him and Erebus and I uh, forget his name. I think they're in the flight of the Eisenstein. I think they talk about him them starting that whole lodge and like trying to be- bring everyone over to chaos because Mortarian I think was originally good, and then I think Callus uh, was just eventually sl- was slowly you know telling him to start betraying things or you know go this way or that way kind of thing from what i remember from the flight of the eisenstein
0: yeah uh, a lot of it too comes in with um like you get mortarian who seems like a really i mean this is in quotations here but good guy yeah um <laughs> like he's very anti-psyker altogether including mm-hmm. the navigators and astrotelepathica. like he's just like totally no psychers ever i've seen what happens when this goes bad um but which is weird that he switches, but I think he gets to a point where after like hundred and fifty years of fighting with the emperor over stuff, you know, and him and and uh Horace are just best buddies for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he doesn't look like somebody I'd want to be friends with. <laughs> he's the guy who goes in and does the dirty work. So exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, well he's he's a big hammer too. He's just <sighs> get her done uh...
0: i I do want to call special attention to my actual favorite um character with rules for the death guard okay um and it's section leader crisis morturg and he's actually the original black shield that betrays all oaths um and he's a loyalist death guard character um in isfan 3 nice and so he's got some really cool stuff. He's also a Psyker. Yeah, I'm just um, looking
1: at that right now, actually.
0: <laughs> and I, I can't remember. He's not from Barbarous. He was just like, they were low on troop numbers somewhere, and they just like picked up a whole bunch of recruits somewhere. And so he's just from like some out-of-the-way planet. Um, but yeah, but then he gets Master of Ambush as his Warlord trait uh he's got psychic power for endurance like he doesn't have to roll um which is kind of cool and uh yeah he just he becomes a cool character and what happens like at least with his fluff is that he he becomes hated by the barbarian leaders who are in charge of the legion so he kind of gets just thrown into the most brutal fights and then he, they're like, "Oh, here, why don't you go lead some?" Um... Oh, my brain's having a brain fart. What are the guys that shoot rad grenades and rad destroyers? Destroyers. They're like, "Here, why don't you go lead these destroyers?" Uh, <laughs> so he goes and does that for a while, and like he just like, I'm pretty sure he was top on their list of people they were dropping onto his fan Three. We're just like, we don't like this guy at all. <laughs> um, and he kind of becomes a cool character, and then. By some way and somehow, uh, as a spoiler for later, he makes it off of ISFAN 3.
2: Okay. Um,
0: and then they actually start like a, a Black Shields group of of picking up um, survivors from isfan 3 and isfan 5. And um, he shows back up later in uh, the novels, which is really cool. I was really surprised. I didn't know that he was going to be there because w- I'm always like, I want to play his fan three, like especially seeing all these people working on their return to his fan stuff. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'm super glad I've got a loyalist death guard army right now. Um, he's one that I really want to convert up to because he's rocking like Mark three hardened power armor. He's got a bolt pistol, power sword, combi flamer. Like He'd just be a really cool character to throw together.
2: He's uh like a siege breaker, isn't he? Like for a class, I think he uh, doesn't he give Sunder
0: or am am I thinking the other guy? I think you're thinking of the other guy, who's the one that's rasked over oh. Marshall and Derek Rask, who dies on his fan. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's who he I'm gives. Of. He's he's way cool too, because Rask gives tank hunter and wrecker. Yeah, yeah, Rask yeah. Gets, ridiculously good with the reaping when you're like, oh yeah, these troop choices are heavy support <laughs> squads. <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. But yeah, we'll I know we'll get to these guys here right away. Actually, yeah. uh, one last one last question for you, and then we'll start going into the actual army readouts and stuff. And you probably you might have answered this already, but uh, of the Death Guard and whatnot, really, what is your favorite fluff from the stories that you've read?
0: That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I was like, is he still there? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think like there's so much and it's been over so many years that I've read. Um, I, I think I'm just going to have to go with um, like on buried dagger in that novel, when they start having the destroyer hive caused problems and and like you've got death guard who are death guard and their victory celebration is come over here and drink this bowl of poison <laughs> uh yeah. and you've got death guard getting sick Ooh. and dying from infections um they have a major i uh, i like almost an identity crisis Okay. Like, where it's, it's like, you know, it's it's this thing that could never happen has all of a sudden happened, and it just, it shakes them down, including Mortarian, down to their core of, like, what is going on? What have we gotten into, and how are we going to deal with this? Mm-hmm.
1: Papa Nergo maybe, like, like,
0: spiked the punch. Yeah.
1: That's what so it sounds like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, I think Typhon's got something to do with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to me, that was, that was like really cool. The other really, really cool part I would say is um, in the Vengeful Spirit, um, when they deep strike down onto Moloch and there's a part where Mortarian like takes a battle cannon shell to the chest Ouch. and he just, walks away from it like whether they missed him i can't remember if they missed him or but they like shoot a battle cannon at him at point blank range and then he just like pulls the tank commander out of the this storm lord or not storm lord um storm hammer and he just like pulls him out of the and he's just like you only got one shot and you missed <laughs> <laughs> you know but just having these like having mortarian drop down in a drop pod I just I wish that was rules applicable.
1: <laughs> Some good stories. I mean, <laughs> I I do remember one myself, but it was in a forty k, and it was it was it was uh, uh, typhus there typhon typhus
0: is he because he changes his name but, does he not yeah He's typhon before he becomes typhus before he gets
1: chaos fully so it, yeah. it's it's the bridge it's um it was based around cadians but he was going to this planet because there was a call by a a demon to him. Right. And the description of him sitting on his command throne on his vessel and actually coming to life almost. And he's just like completely covered in barnacles and stuff like that. And like, just he was actually attached to his throne and then he's just ripping from it. And I'm just like, that is totally Nurgle. Like that is, Totally, how things would happen. They just they're idle for a little while until she, you know stuff starts to happen, and then you know going into heresy and you start seeing how these guys were before that happened, and then like like you said with the drink and all that stuff and um, how Matarian is and just the whole Legion. It's uh it's pretty neat to see them beforehand, right? Cause like that oh, was, yeah. that was years ago that I read that, that book. But now that you see some of this stuff and hear about it, it's like, huh? Okay. That's that guy.
0: I've, <laughs> you know? I've never read that particular fluff, but like, it kind of reminds me of, um, whichever Cars pirates of the Caribbean, of the Caribbean yeah. they have with, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: like just, just the, the crew coming out of the ship. And I think there, that was kind of described too. in like, um, the talent of Horace when falcus kyber's guys are on board uh the venge or whichever ship they're on um because i think it's before they get the vengeful spirit and like they're just kind of standing there not actually doing anything you know like that seems Mm -hmm. to me that's almost scarier yeah (laughs) like almost some uh some borg like whenever like on star trek they go onto a borg ship and the borg are just like in their alcoves and and you're like wait what um
1: <laughs> I know that universe know. too well as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh you know, Typhon, Typhus, is so cool. I think he's the only 40k character to get his own ship in Battlefleet Gothic actually made into a model. Because they released the Terminus Est with Battlefleet Gothic.
1: Yeah, they did. They did actually. Hopefully, and if GW Forge world you're listening got to bring that game out again
0: they want okay. to it's just to a bring it big out. financial investment
1: <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of opportunity with that one
0: they so. had they had basically said i'd heard in an interview that uh if they were going to bring out battlefleet gothic it would take two years and while they were doing the production portion of it they would stop all other specialist games production that's what they would have to do to make bfg happen right now oh wow and i was like yeah i'm not okay with that like (laughs) (laughs) i don't play the other stuff but like the titanicus stuff and necromunda models are cool and necromunda is just like rife for conversions for militia projects Mm -hmm. oh for sure
1: for sure so many good models but okay yeah uh going into the actual army so Um, the Death Guard. And I'll, I'll start reading off, uh, their little stuff here and then go from there. Um, so, like usual, Legion of Stardes, you know, everybody gets to regroup. Regardless of casualties, everybody has that. Uh, Remorseless. So the Death Guard are immune to fear and automatically pass pinning tests uh, that they're called to make. And you mentioned Mm -hmm. this earlier before. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's immune to fear. Sons of Barbarous. So veterans of the most hellish battlefields and great crusade. Death guard models with a special rule may re-roll failed dangerous terrain tests. Uh, models with this rule also gain feel no pain four plus against any wounds afflicted by them that have the poison or fleshbane type ability. And this cannot be combined with feeling no pain for other sources. So flesh bane, do we have a lot of that out there?
2: Uh there's a couple of weapons with it. Mostly melee weapons.
1: Isn't um Does the Lion have that on his uh one of his weapons?
2: Uh, is it flesh or use... is it something else? I think he has it on uh the lion's bane or lion's sword or whatever.
0: The less good one?
2: Yeah, yeah, the less good one, the one no one <laughs> The one you'll <laughs> never see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, uh, intractable. So when you're making sweeping advance tests, uh, your score is uh, minus one. So I guess that's just kind of showing they're a little bit uh, slower on their advance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they do get like, you know, you have the specific units, which we'll go through, but they also have the war gear. So like uh, chem munitions. Um, So, yeah, if you're able to pretty much upgrade either flamers, hand flamers, heavy flamers, commie flamers, or flamestorm cannons at no additional cost, um, they pretty much get shred and gets hot for communitions.
0: They do, which is particularly fantastic if you take uh, the box dreads, because they get flamestorm cannons.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I strength thought about that. 7, That's AP 3, uh, shred and gets hot. So, the gets hot part sucks. Because if you do roll that one, all of a sudden you're not shooting anything. But True. Sure. Yeah, and it is important to note that uh, if you take the chem munitions, everybody that can has to.
1: Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: So, you can't just pick and choose from unit to unit and be like, oh... I want a Flamestorm Cannon without it, but I want, you know, these 10 heavy Flamer, heavy support dudes. Uh, That doesn't work.
1: Uh, Next we have Power Scythes. So, uh, plus one strength. AP2. Reaping Blow and Two-Handed. And this is for any character, independent character, with obviously the Legion of Stars Death Guard special rule, that is eligible to take a Power Fist. Uh, at the same list of costs. so
0: which which was FAQ to say that even if they included a power fist in their profile, Nice. Uh, okay. which allows I think it was that was just to allow the grave warden sergeant to have it, the chem master. So oh, uh, what's okay? your
2: sense. opinion on the scythe, then,
0: Justin? Um, I don't run a lot of the scythes. Um, I know they've got some advantages, uh, but I. I just find that any time I'd want to use a Power Scythe, I could use a Thunder Hammer or Power Fist just as well. Yeah. Um, But they do look really cool. Yeah, because they're
1: Reaping Blow. Um, So, minus one initiative in Assault. Yeah. But when you're in base contact with more than one model at the initiative step, in which they fight, they gain plus one attack. So...
2: Because isn't it basically a power axe at Initiative 3 for the most part?
0: Yeah, it's a power axe at Initiative 3. So you do have that option to strike before other things that have power fists and power axes like going up yeah. against Unwieldy. Um, yeah, and I mean, if you're planning, if you're expecting to be outnumbered in combat. Um, yeah, again, just for me personally why would I be in combat when I could be shooting things?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So we already went through the, uh, right. Or the reaping. Um, so we also have the crave Warden terminators. So we touched base on them, but we, we should probably go through these guys here too. Again. Um, again, like I said, 200 points, basic terminator stats, um, terminator armor. So, you're not really worried about running after somebody with these guys, anyways. But, um, yeah, assault grenade launcher with crack and tox grenades, power fists, and death cloud. Uh, they do have implacable advance and their heavy support, like you said earlier. Um, and then, of course, the usual upgrades. But again, these guys, their weapons are fairly different and can dish out a lot of firepower, especially with the uh, poison three plus. Blasts, and then the uh, Death Cloud. Um, so pretty much, Death Cloud uh, unit with toughness characters charging an unengaged unit will be forced into making a disorder charge. So they lose an attack as well, right? For a disorder charge, or they don't get their.
2: Yeah, whoever whoever's charging them doesn't get the bonus to run uh, charging. So that's another. Um, plus in
1: addition, uh, you use this with the following profile to make a overwatch attack contrary to the unit's limitations as cataphracty armor. So template strength is pretty much poison in AP four. So
2: they, uh, they were the original cataphraki that could overwatch.
0: So uh, I, I need to make a correction here, and apparently I've been cheating. And maybe these guys aren't as good as <laughs> Zomertalis. Uh, toxin is not poison. Uh, so oh. toxin is rather than roll wound roll to wound normally after determining the amount of hits caused by the unit must take that many toughness tests. Um, which I guess means that there's do you just save after you fail a toughness test? I don't know. Uh, you
2: you. For a toughness test, yeah, you, you take an armor save depending on
0: what the AP value is. Yeah, so the AP is four. But so Marines are only failing that on a five or a six. Yeah. It's not like a three plus. That's and because it rolls different than to wound, the shred from a template weapons in uh Zone Mortalis doesn't apply. Is that so for,
1: is, that, is that for the um whoops. The assault grenade launcher, is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, for the Assault Grenade Launcher for Toxin. Well, it's for both of them.
1: Did they change that? Because, them... like, I'm looking at it and it says Poison 3+, plus,
0: right? Yeah, so just be a 3+. plus. Yeah. I'm looking in the wrong book. Oh, you guys have the red book. Yes. Looking oh, book you're looking. <laughs> at, are you looking okay, at so never mind. I haven't been cheating. You can just edit all of that out. I feel way better.
1: I We're was worried. We're boys, so if you've only listened up to
2: this part. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that's uh, funny no that's so good. you're looking at, you're looking at the first book the very first book
0: i'm looking at books one and two i've got right oh in front of okay yeah the big uh, books my red so. book yeah, yeah. somebody else has right now <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's we'd the, we'd it's left the... them at the local game store so that if anybody wanted to go play 30k they could just play 30k whenever right like we're trying yeah. to to grow the community here and then everything's gone to hell and half of us uh Live with people that work in the healthcare industry, so we're yeah. uh, we're a little cautious about going out to play right now. But yeah, no. Anyway, sorry. Definitely. Carry on. <laughs> they've changed that. They have Poison oh, Three Plus, and they're ridiculously good. good in Zone Mortalis. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't cheating. That makes me happy. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one. That's a good um, one. yeah. The Death Cloud I, again. I can never figure out whether they can actually shoot the Death Cloud or whether it's just something that
2: i think i think the reason they they put a range in it of a template is just so you know to you roll a d3 rather than just yeah. getting you know it's just, it's just i think it's just more for the randomness rather than just saying hey these guys can shoot 10 inches away or whatever right yeah
0: and i don't know how many people are going to be charging you across dangerous terrain but Apparently they're going to make a disordered charge, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Oh, you know what? Um, Now that I remember it, the other right of War uh, turns forests into dangerous terrain.
2: So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you get to pick or something, don't you? I can't remember. We can go through it, though. Yeah. I think it's coming up sooner or later.
1: So, next unit we got is some uh, the, like, the Death Shroud Terminator Squad. Um, so they come, unit composition is two of them, which I guess would pertain to the fluff, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So 90 points. They're, they're up there in price. Um, each pretty much Terminator stats, leadership 10, mind you. Um, hand flamer with cam munitions and a death shroud power scythe placable advance these guys are uh, HQ elites so they're uh, have favored in Matorion which they are uh, in addition to being HQ or an elite choice they can be chosen as a command squad as a bodyguard for any Terminator armored equipped Praetor or Death Guard of the Death Guard or of course Matorion himself right and what else they got there that's really about it for them. They get squad can they have a bombs. Which is yeah, you can buy melted bombs for all. You
0: can buy melted bombs for them, which is a big deal. Five points uh, each. Cause, yeah, because yeah, terminators don't really, and they automatically come with that power scythe. Yeah. So having the melted bombs gives them the ability to deal with, um, like somebody just throwing a Leviathan dreadnought at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't like, yeah, have. Okay, and then what?
1: Because <laughs> they don't have an, any any option to upgrade to a power fist or chain fist or nothing like that.
2: That's right. Yeah, huh. are so, they um, are they in Tartarus armor?
0: They are in a Tartarus armor. It just because it
2: just says Terminator armor on their page. I don't know if there's an FAQ yeah. out saying that they are Tartarus.
0: I mean, they look like Tartarus, but yeah, the miniatures are definitely in Tartarus pattern.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Definitely. So
0: one of the one of the big points with these guys is that um, because you only have to take squads of two. You can throw them into a land raider with an HQ mm-hmm. or a couple of HQs, uh, which you can't normally do, right? Because when you get Terminators, you're like, oh, I get five and the capacity is five Terminators. Um, so you do have some options there with being able to throw some extra fun stuff in with them.
1: The models look cool, for sure.
0: Uh, the models are very cool.
1: That's For me, it's always and Who doesn't about love the hand
0: flamers? <laughs> It's always about the models for
1: me. It doesn't matter what the rules are. It's all about the models. (laughs) Okay. So, it looks like we're going into the characters here. Section leader, Chrysos Mortug. This This is the one Justin was talking about. This is the one you like, right, Justin?
0: This is the one I like, because I think he's cool for being a nobody.
1: 175 points. Uh, weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 5, initiative 5, 3 attacks, 3 wounds, 3 plus save.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So, hardened power armor, bolt pistol, power sword, combi flamer, and frag and crack, of course.
0: And rad grenades. And, and yeah, rad yeah.
1: grenades, yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, We have, he's stubborn, he has infiltrate, and he's a psyker, with mastery level 1. And his warlord trait is Master of Ambush. Um, and then he also, so his psychic power is Endurance from the Biomancy. Mm-hmm. So. He's actually
2: pretty good. For
0: a support he's really character. cool if you want to outflank a Spartan full of Terminators. <laughs> he's really cool for that. <laughs> but uh he's also really cool for like not only just the the scenario stuff on on his three but even just to have um the ability to have some stuff that outflanks uh which can become like a bigger deal when you're playing more centurion games
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh definitely yeah he's obviously the fastest death guard
2: because <laughs> he, he can the... infiltrate yeah
0: he's not fast he's sneaky
1: <laughs> nah, there we go. There we go. There we go.
0: You don't have to be fast if you lie and wait.
1: This so, is true. This is true. Uh, next, we have the Marshal Durek Rask. He's the Siege Master of the Death Guard Legion. Uh, One hundred sixty-five points. Pretty much the same stats as uh, Morturg there. Web skill, let's go five. Ooh. Uh, His initiative is actually Only four. It so,
0: mm. doesn't matter because he's got a Thunder Hammer. There you go. Yeah.
1: Artie Armor, Thunder Hammer, Volkite, Serpenta, uh, usual fact, uh, frag and crack. And then he has a Phosphix Bomb, Annuncio Vox. Um, what else have we got here? Master of the Legion, Art of Destruction. Uh, Warlord trait is target priority so
0: <clears throat>
1: rask and all friendly units within 12 inches reroll to hit rolls of one when shooting at enemy units that are within three inches of one or more objectives so being uh being the siege master you could tell he's always after the guys on the objectives mm-hmm. right and an art of destruction uh, R- uh, Rask has both the tank hunters and wrecker special rules applied to all his attacks and also confers these rules to the heavy weapon shooting attacks of any infantry unit he joins. So you're taking him for sure with the, uh, first red war there that we talked about the re- reaping. Uh, um, yeah. yeah,
0: he's, he's pretty good for that. Um, and he's also really good with heavy weapon squads that have plasma cannons. Oh, uh, if you really want to hurt yeah. units that are on, um, just having that reroll ones to hit. Plus, the nuncio box is nice if you do have. If you take the the other right of war or a different right of war, and you've got deep striking, um, you can start getting some fun shenanigans with him too.
1: Yeah, I can see some combos, definitely.
0: Um... Like. Uh, 10 heavy support guys with heavy flamers that have chem munitions that get hot and they're rerolling ones to hit deep striking and hopping out of a termite. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, <that's nasty. laughs> but they're like, cool. Oh, I reroll my ones to hit. So I reroll get hot. Mm. And, uh, and then you torch, uh, Torch somebody militia yeah. in a turn. <laughs>
1: Um, I do have to note, with these characters, uh, Rask is traitor faction only, Yeah, and then Mortog is obviously loyalist faction, as we've said before. So, um, either way, they're both pretty cool, smaller characters. So, I like them. Uh, okay. Next up, callous Typhon. Hmm. <laughs> Art looks pretty cool in the red book. I I like this portrait of him. It looks pretty cool. Um so War Gear, he's got his Catapactor Power Armor, uh, Terminator Armor, Mastercraft, Death Shroud, Power Scythe, Hand Flamer with Chem munitions, a grenade harness, a nuncio vox, and rag grenades. And he's for a trade of force.
0: Art is this the only legion that has Terminators with grenades? Basically,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'd say so.
0: I can't think of anybody else that has grenades, so just wanted to comment on that. No, Makes I think sense. yeah, they're on, the only
2: ones.
1: Um. Uh, so weapon skill six. He's two hundred points, by the way. So pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Six weapon skill six plus skill five. Uh, wounds three, initiative five, tax four, two plus. Um. So. Master of the Legion. Of course, he can have a Death Shard Bodyguard as well. Chem uh, Bombardment, Witch Blood, and Warriors. Uh, Warlord's Pride. So, uh, Warlord trait for him is Comes the Reaper. So, Kallus having counts as a Denial Unit. Uh, and no enemy unit within 3 inches of him can claim an objective. So, pretty good Denial unit right there.
0: Uh, yeah that one's really specific because it's within three inches of him not within three inches of the objective he's in so all you have to do is get close to a unit that's holding an objective to deny that objective um which can sometimes on the last turn become a big deal oh yeah i guess if you're if you
2: even got like i know that you got you keep referring to like the militia that you guys play against so if you have like 50 bodies on a thing all you have to do is walk up to them and they're not claiming it anymore oh yeah
0: yeah Oh, you could be behind a wall and they couldn't even see you and that would still count (laughs) so yeah no it's it's a it's it reads different and like i think every time that i've read it my brain's always like oh it's just oh well he's the denial unit okay but then rereading that it's like okay no that could you know just just being able to get within a certain distance or making that charge on turn five or turn six, you know, mm-hmm. could could really swing how the game goes. Um, you know, even if it's something like somebody's got a big, you know, 10 or 15 man tactical squad at the end of the game, they're going to take up some space. Yeah. Especially because a lot of times you'll see people like ring around an objective just to keep you from being able to move within three inches of it. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Oh, too bad.
1: Um, <laughs> so. uh... So yeah, his, uh, some of his other abilities or whatever he got here. So he gets cam- a
2: second page. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Man.
1: No, it's okay. Uh, so cam bombardment. And, and I like this one cause this happens all the time. Um, so it's, uh, an ability you can use once per game in the shooting phase of any turn in which Typhon has not moved in the preceding movement phase. Um, though he may declare charging himself as normal, using this ability counts as firing a weapon, and uses the following profile. Now I don't know if they FAQ this or not, but uh, Master of Signal has it all, or he uh, can move and still oh well, he's got a throws bombardment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can bombard it. So range unlimited, DP mm-hmm. four, ordnance three, barrage, large blast, five inch, poison four plus, and no cover saves.
0: Yeah, the master signals. How many barrages does he drop? D three.
1: D three. Oh, D three. Okay, yeah, he's just straight so, up three. So I mean, that's pretty good. Getting to move around. Eh, you're probably gonna be stationary with him at some point to use this, anyways, right? So
2: yeah.
1: Um, and this, if the attack scatters, you'll actually scatter to the full two D six.
2: So. Well, it's not fr- coming from him. I think it's coming from, like, a ship or artillery that's off the table kind of idea. But it's not. Like, he's just setting the coordinates for yeah.
0: a-, a chemical bombardment. Oh, for sure. Yep, even though he's got a nuncio box. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs>
1: come on. Um... um, He also has uh, witch blood so i'm just gonna read this little blurb so uh, thought by some to have been tainted by the blood of the nightmarish alien warlords who once held sway on ill-fated barbarous cal's typhon was a psyker however given the hatred of witchery professed by his Primarch, he has long held his abilities in abeyance before the whispers of chaos came to him in guise of erebus that prick <laughs> yeah. Erebus. It's always him. It's always Erebus. See? um, So he's a level one Psyker. And he can utilize the power from the telepathy discipline. And may not use his powers if on the same battlefield as Matarian. Before Matarian's fall to chaos. So.
0: Hmm. Spoilers, Mortarian turns into a demon Primark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but either you're still using him with Mortarian, or, you know, you're just, you're running him, really.
0: Yeah, so. he, uh, he, I really want to like him on the table. But he's kind of in a weird place where he's really situational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and and sometimes he's just hard to make work on the table for how expensive he is. Yeah, he's a little like too much. Two hundred points is no joke, and I could be getting a way better Legion Praetor. Yeah. For pretty much the same or cheaper points. Um but he is cool and the Kembo bombardment can be a lot of fun, especially if you're playing um Solar Ox. Or anything that's got 4-up saves.
1: Oh, that would devastate um,
0: Solar Ox. For sure. Right? Like, that would just... That would, that would take a big chunk out of demons. Yep. So, I think that they... they have, and there's a note in there that he's uh, an HQ for the Death Guard. Uh, and he's a traitor. Big surprise. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Warlord's Pride. So, he's pretty much the Warlord. If uh, Unless, if have them, unless yeah. Martarian's on present, right? So which obviously makes sense. Yeah. They're okay. hard to get
0: the two of them into a list, especially because then you lose the psychic powers. That's true. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: So that extra 200 points, well, not extra, but the 200 points, I mean, it hurts even more because you don't have psychic powers.
0: Yeah. But, okay. Okay.
1: Then we have the man, the myth, the legion, You've got the Mortarian,
0: Reaper. the Reaper, mm-hmm. the Pale King, Master of the Death Guard, the traveler, dread liberator of barbarous. So, <laughs> That's a Mortarian. M- Mortarian rings in at uh, four hundred twenty-five points. Um, weapon skills, toughness, and wounds are seven. Blister skill, initiative, and attacks are five. Strength six. Uh, two plus save. And then he's a Primarch, so he does all those cool Primarch things um he comes with the Barbarian plate uh his guns or his gun is the lantern and then he's got silence which is his big scythe that he picked up in a field and keeps using I don't know uh <laughs> he's got frag grenades and phosphex bombs unlimited As a note his phosphex bombs are unlimited <laughs> apparently when you're a primark you're just like yeah we'll just phosphex bomb the shit out of it. <laughs> um special rules primark uh sire of the death guard shadow of the reaper preternatural resilience witch spite and very bulky uh, so we come down here to sire of the death guard um all death guard Astartes gain the stubborn special rule if not already fearless um and then frag grenades frag missiles and havoc launchers in the army gain it foreign- Poison 4+. plus. That's nice. Yeah, there's something weird in there with uh, the other Rite of War, where the Missile Launchers become strength 5, and then because they're poison 4+, plus, I think if it's poison but the strength is higher, you re-roll failed. I can't remember. I may be having an addition bleed there. Oh, the Creeping uh, Death? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Shadow, Shadow of the Reaper. Um, mortarian is a terrifying almost spectral figure who despite his size and bearing is able to go unseen almost at will and attack from unexpected quarter leadership tests taken against fear caused by mortarian are at minus one in addition so long as he's not within the transport in reserves or locked in combat in the player's shooting phase in lieu of making a run move or shooting attack Mortarian's player may attempt to redeploy him by passing a successful leadership test. His special redeployment may be anywhere within 10 inches of his starting position as long as there is space for his model and he may not be placed within 3 inches of an enemy. Uh, he may not be placed in impassable terrain, inside a building, or inside a vehicle. Uh, this is not counted as a move and such, and intervening terrain does not affect him in any way. Uh, if he's part of a unit, he automatically separates from it and he can assault normally when he's redeployed this way uh but counts as making a disorder charge if he does so so this is he gets really fast really quick
2: i guess he's the fastest death guard but it it's too good just to be able to you know to come out of a spartan and i've seen it so many times where you see like the you know the the big death, you know, storm with, with uh, you know, Spartan and a bunch of Terminators. And then him pretty much pop out and then move 10 inches and assault everybody. It It's too good for a Primark, I think. But it's awesome. It's obviously his fluff. He oh, just yeah. goes on scene, right? He's just throwing smoke bombs around and, like,
1: jumping Basically. around everywhere, you know?
0: I mean, while he's doing that, he's not shooting, so he's not throwing Phosphix bombs. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That. He... I think the other part, too, is that um, although he's toughness seven, getting him separated from the squad could end up being like it's it's tasty to do and fun to do. But if he gets separated from that squad, he could pretty rapidly get into a lot of trouble. You know, yeah. if you if you got the ability to pile around him with something or drop in some uh events or something like that, mm-hmm. like Mortarian could be having a bad day pretty quick definitely so yeah and then you go to preternatural resilience uh, he re rolls any failed toughness tests or it will not die rolls uh, automatically passes any dangerous terrain rolls he's called to take and any weapon which wounds on a flat dice roll result rather than normal to wound uh, against mortarians toughness such as attacks with the poison special rule only affect mortarian on the roll of a six or yeah instead of their usual effect.
2: That's badass. Also, <laughs> yeah. well, he drinks poison like it's Kool-Aid, right? So Yeah, yeah for
0: sure. <laughs> apparently has the toughness to grab weapons? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's got Witch Spite, which means he denies the witch on a roll of a 4+, which is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, he's basically an anti-psyker without being a psyker, right?
0: Yeah. And then uh, uh, the barber and plate is uh, basically he made his own armor and uh, provides a 2-plus armor and 4-plus inval save, which is pretty standard for Primarchs. Mm-hmm. Then he rocks Silence, a massive two-handed battle scythe with a blade span almost as long as human warriors are, are tall. Silence to give it the macabre name favored by its wheeler wielder uh, is accounted as one of the most fearsome blade wheel, blades wielded by any Primarch. Since Mortarian's finding, there have been dark whispers that the blade is of xeno tainted origin, and some familiar with the legend of the Death Guard Primark's early life believe it to be none other than the weapon of the terrible creature that once named Mortarian or Mortarian himself named Father. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like he's got a demon blade already. Uh, it's <laughs> strength plus one, AP two, uh, melee, instant death, sunder, unwieldy, two handed, sweep attack. Yeah, I hate being p- that it's unwieldy. Yeah, it's a little weird.
2: you Is it just have the... you, ha-
1: you have it as unwieldy in your book? Oh. There? Oh, oh, is yeah, it not in the oh, red? So, the red. So, the red. Yeah, it's. So, it's uh, instant death, sunder, two handed, reaping blow.
2: Oh, that's good. It's only I like that minus one initiative. Yeah. Yeah. But he does get bonus attacks if he's uh, numbered or whatever, more than two models or something touching his base. So,
0: Damn you, Black Book One, being wrong. <laughs> See? So, I was complaining about unwieldy didn't understand why there were primaries with unwieldy weapons. That doesn't make sense. But yeah. No, I mean, he's he's uh, pretty beastly in combat. He'll definitely wreck pretty much anything he comes into combat with. Uh, strength 7 and Sunder becomes pretty fun too.
1: It just becomes, uh, what is it, Strength 8?
0: No, oh, no, Strength he's... 7. Yeah, I was yeah, looking at he's... toughness,
2: sorry.
1: Yeah, no, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: So he's not, he's not a vehicle killer, but he kills infantry like nothing. Just oh, yeah. mows through them.
0: Especially with the bonus attacks. And yeah. with that Shadow of the Reaper being able to jump around. and. Mm-hmm. So, in your guyss he still can't use the Shadow of the Reaper out of combat, right?
2: Um... No, yeah it, so. yeah, it doesn't say he can get out of combat with it.
0: Okay, that's good.
2: Why, in the Black
0: Book does it? It specifically says he can't do it if he's locked in combat, so oh. that's good. That'd be really bad. That'd be gross. <laughs> if he could hit and run harder than Kurz could, that'd be broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's got the lantern, a drum-barreled energy blaster of unknown unknown origin. He's got a lot of unknown stuff. Yeah, uh, the lantern weird. is Mortarian's preferred sidearm. Uh, range eighteen, strength eight, AP two, assault one, sunder.
2: It's just, just a hyped up plasma cannon, really. Or plasma gun.
0: Yeah, without any he gets hot. Gets and, hot. Yeah. Uh <laughs> he's So he's got some decent range on him, too. Yeah, so yeah, between yeah. that and the Phosphax bombs, he's... Well, he can pop... Oh, because they're tw- 12.
1: He can pop a Primark, with, or not a Primark, pop a Praetor with that shot. Gets oh, you're talking about the lantern, yeah. Yeah. All right characters like that just kind of out of place where uh, uh, on their own kind of thing. Well, he has Precision yeah. Strike as well, so or Precision shot, I should say. So, it's not bad.
0: But yeah, all things considered, I mean, he's a pretty middle-of-the-pack uh, Primark for abilities, which is not a bad thing to have. Yeah, yeah he's don't...
2: actually kind of on the lower end of the price, to be honest, I think I Think he's like the fourth lowest or something because everyone's usually around. So, but yeah. he's pretty tough with the high toughness and then the re-rolls of it will not die and ignoring poison weapons and stuff. So, yeah, pretty
1: cool. Definitely have fun painting that guy up too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's Always. definitely him and Typhon are both on my want to paint <laughs> list. And like, even though I'm playing Loyalist Death Guard, like, still gotta have them. Still, it's still pretty easy to switch over back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, uh,
1: one thing I did miss, I believe, I don't think I read off the uh, the second Red War.
2: No, we because it's from uh, it's from it's, the one book, right? Yeah,
1: one of the other books. So I'll just quickly go over that. And then, uh, so yeah, the Creeping Death. So uh, effects are misclad. So infantry models in the detachment gain a uh, save of 5+, plus when in the open. Uh, as long as no enemy model is present within 12 inches. Okay. Biophage Bombardment. Before the game begins, after both sides have been deployed, including scouts and infiltrators, roll a D6. For every piece of terrain representing a wood or jungle on the table, and on a 4, plus, the terrain is reduced to a fetid chemical mire. Any cover save it afforded is worsened by a minus one, and it counts as dangerous terrain to any model that does not have a Legion of Stars Death Guard special rule. And then you also have toxic weapons, and this is the uh, one you were talking about before there, Justin. All frayed mm-hmm. grenades and missiles in the detachment are increased strength 5. All frag grenades and missiles in the attack increased strength 5. Hmm. Aren't your missiles? Yeah.
0: I think it's frag missiles. It's frag missiles. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, That's right.
0: So normally there's strength 4 AP6?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So limitations. So actually this, <laughs> now that I'm looking at this, it kind of reminds me of that planet their horse went down to where he got, you know, wounded, right?
0: When he goes down to the Davids moon?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like that's, this is kind of what it's reminding me of here. Oh, with the you plague know, zombies. And, yeah. <laughs> the mist and, and just like the, the, the swamp or whatever, right? Just kind mm, yep. of uh difficult terrain and all that jazz. Uh, limitations for this right of war. So it's for a traitor faction mm-hmm. and may not be used in conjunction with any Shattered Legion special rules. Uh, the right of war must include Siege Breaker uh, Legion Council. And in games where one side is the attacker and the other is the defender, defendant of the side using the right of war must always be the attacker. And detachments using the right of war may not take fortification detachment or an allied detachment. So eh, limitations aren't really that bad but you can definitely just see that it's more of for playing like the actual campaign missions like in the in the black books and whatnot
2: Mm-hmm. so but to me gotta... it sounds like they just bomb the planet and then they're coming down and like finishing off whatever's left <laughs> but the problem with this right is trees unless you know that your table is gonna have lots of trees in it yeah it it seems kind of useless to me. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot like that, right? There's, there's, it, yeah. it
0: becomes really situational. You don't see a lot of, at least in my experience, you don't see a lot of 30 K tables that have got lots of foresty. No. Parts. no. Um, and so it's a little, you know, I mean, if you want to do something, if you're planning to do a narrative, mm-hmm. um, you get a lot of cool options. there. like I said, teaming up with uh, Mortarian can cause some, some cool, you know, having strength five with poison four plus, um, but the reaping is just so much better unless you're going to take one of the standard Rites of war. Yeah. Um. But yeah, again, that one though about making it uh, all the terrain d- dangerous terrain. Um, if you are playing that one and you've got grave wardens and you get charged, um, not only are you doing poison three plus overwatches but then they're taking uh disordered charges through that dangerous terrain which is yeah <laughs>
1: there you go
2: <laughs> nice so there's uh one character that we haven't talked about and that's garo ah uh, yes he's not a
1: death guard.
0: <laughs> is he like Karen, <laughs> yeah he's, he's something else I don't know what his deal is but I can't but. tell is he fighting for the sigilite against the sigilite he, <laughs> he never seems to know what he's doing
2: because yeah he uh, uh, cause he, he pretty much is in the flight of the eyes is- and it's pretty much them following him and he's yeah he's like he's so old because he was part of the dust graders right yeah. and um uh, and he's also Terranborn, so the barbarians don't don't really like him. Are Barbosian, I however you want to pronounce barbarians? it. barbarians. Yeah, barbarians don't really like him because he's he's not one of them, right? And
0: but yeah, he he, uh, he does do okay. I mean, he, he does get some honor um, at the beginning. They definitely leave him in charge of the seventh great company. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mortarian after Isfan and after he flees absolutely destroys the seventh company um hmm. he's just got nothing to do with them and puts them all in the worst fighting situations um because he's pissed at garo but Isn't- yeah i mean he's the he is a neat character it'd be cool if he had rules for doing something like the flight of the einstein missions eisenstein missions yeah um but he wouldn't be too hard to slap together with a using the Legion Praetor rules. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, well, the well, uh, flight of the Eisenstein, because uh, they don't—they put him on. Didn't they have him on the ship with uh, that had like the chem missiles?
0: And yeah. Stuff, and they also put Rolgar on there just to keep an eye on him because they didn't know what he was going to do.
1: Yeah, and that's the other—that's the guy they get—they get killed off, but. When they come, go through the warp, or the immaterium, whatever. Don't they? They come back, do they not?
2: Yeah, all the dead Marines that are all the traitor Marines they killed in this, them trying to take over the yeah. ship, pretty much, but come back, and they're pretty much like the first Plague Marines in in the Heresy that you actually read about.
0: Yeah, and then grolgor has got a big part. Um, he comes back to Mortarian uh, for the Moloch in vengeful spirit. Uh, hmm. So he shows up again, he's got a bunch of cuz he's basically a, at that point he's just a demon. Right. Like and he's the life eater. He just basically <laughs> he just kills people. They're like, "Oh, we got close to you, we died." So that would be, yeah, uh... No, he Those two are really cool. Uh Garo would be Again, would be nice to have it. He's got some cool rules as the the Argentia Primus um, for the Knights Errant. and mm-hmm. He is a cool enough character, even if he believes the Emperor is a god. <laughs> well, that was his little uh, minion that, that changed him over, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: His little House Carl, whatever.
0: Yeah, found, little buddy his... who failed the tests, but yeah. still got to be his surf. <laughs>
2: yeah, found his book and started reading it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's, Lot... he's a good, cool character.
1: Lots of good fluff out there. Lots of oh, good yeah. stories as Tons. you probably heard here as well. Um, excited to see, and hear, and play, <laughs> you know, with more mm-hmm. more Death Guard out there and whatnot. Um,
0: yeah, I think that uh, now that that Forge World's released that other bombard, I can never remember the name of the bombard unit, the one that looks like a backwards Sikarin Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which looks a whole lot like a burst crawler from forty. Yes, and <laughs> it is uh, a conversation we were having in the forty k or thirty k Death Guard group that I think Bill brought up and. <laughs> it was very strongly divided in that group. Uh, there were a lot of people who were all for using the 40 K models, um, especially the new plastics. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there were a lot of people who are just like, no, not at all. Keep that plastic out of my heresy. Um, see, even the death guard on the the page is divided.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I've heard that too. I, uh, even talking with Bill, he's, he's said that too. That, uh, either way, the models for 30k, 40k, whatever you're wanting to use out there, they're all real cool. And, you know, it, it really, it's the player's delight, man. If you want to hobby it up, paint it up, do it up, get it on the board and roll some dice, all the power to you, man. So, oh,
0: yeah. No, and they're, they're really, like, if you want to take an adventure into to weathering, Um, they're definitely an army that's, that's really heavily weathered everywhere you see it. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the cool fluff things is that if they take damage to their armor, um, unless that damage actually makes the armor weaker or critically damages a system, they leave the damage like on purpose. Mm -hmm. So they get pretty ratty looking. So yeah, no, there's, there's lots of options out there. There's beautiful models. Um, I'm I really hope that as we move towards more Siege of Terra stuff, um, we'll start seeing rules for Demon Mortarian. Um, because he's destri- described in the Siege of Terra book almost exactly as his forty K model is. Nice. So Yeah,
1: will we will we see any demon Primarchs for from Forgeworld? I well,
2: don't know. Forgeworld, if you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, that was demon primarchs and horse heresy.
0: That was the talk that once they finish the con, they're supposed to start doing like late war and demon primarchs.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah, a lot lot of people would be super excited for that, and of course, you'd see it transfer into
2: 40k as well. But
0: oh, yeah, right on, like to see a new Gilliman model. why
2: there's two of them there's a plastic one and there's a resin one i think he's talking about having him in stasis with his throat oh slit. With his throat <laughs> cut.
0: no i was just thinking that the resin model just doesn't do it for me no no i don't know well i'm
1: i i i still like <laughs> it but uh i get two to choose out of so
0: so <laughs> Since- since I'm busy picking fights and throwing shades, did you magnetize the head on your Ferris Manus?
2: Oh!
1: oh no,
0: no <laughs> I have
1: not. Get one of those little towel hover things. <laughs> Shield drones <laughs> and put them on top <laughs> of
0: oh, Good stuff. Was, uh, I can't remember... Oh, I can't remember what book it is. Um, But they talk specifically about Horus having Ferris Manus' skull on his throne on the vengeful spirit. Hmm. Like it's just this little throwaway line. I'm like, man, that's such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is.
1: But, but cool. I think that's really about it. Unless you got
0: anything else you want to throw in there, Justin? I don't, I have to go pretend to be a parent actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. This yeah, was thank you. A, very thanks enjoyable. For having me
0: on. You betcha. Hopefully uh, in the near future we'll have the opportunity to get some games in again.
1: Oh for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It'll be be fun to definitely roll dice. And with you and your crew down there as well in Calgary, we'll get together, do some more stuff. That'll be awesome. Really? But so yeah, thanks everybody for joining in. And if you like what uh, you've heard here and want to check out more, we got more. And don't forget to Like, share, and subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. So, yeah, check us out. Hit the subscribe button, like button, all that stuff. Thanks a lot, everybody.
2: Bye. Bye
0: for now.